Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about a really great skill, which is how to get your wife and others to do what you want. (laughs) So we're not talking about manipulation or doing anything bad here. We're just talking about how to really create this skill of influencing other people to do more of what you would like them to do. These are great skills. You're going to really like this. So here's some common complaints that I hear people say. I feel like I'm doing everything in the marriage and my wife's not doing anything. Okay. I used to feel like that a lot. I had that complaint a lot. I feel like I'm being used. I feel like I'm just a meal ticket, right? There's no connection between us. We never have sex. She never appreciates me. She doesn't really listen to me. She's always on her phone. She's talking with other guys who she says are just friends. She's spending all our money. Or maybe she's spending too much time with friends. Or maybe she's out all the time. Or maybe she has too close a relationship with her parents and they're around all the time, right? You know, there's different complaints that we can have, right? We see something we don't like. Now, there's a difference between complaining about something and making a request. And this is what we're going to learn today, okay? So a complaint is just saying what you don't like, okay? So I don't like that your parents are around that much. I don't like that you're on your phone, right? And often the problem with complaints is that they're all or nothing statements, something big. You never appreciate me. We never have sex, right? It's vague, okay? Again, you don't appreciate me. You just don't care, right? Something like that. Now, the problem with these is really your wife can't do anything about this. Okay. If you say you don't appreciate me ever, well, you know, what she's supposed to do, what she's supposed to appreciate. You just don't care. Okay. How is she supposed to show that she cares? We never have sex. Okay. If you have kids, you know, that's a lie. (laughs) You've probably had sex at some point in your marriage, right? So those vague statements, they open you up to your wife to just come back against them, give you evidence against them, right? As soon as you say never, she's going to say, well, what about this time? Right. So they don't work. They don't help you get more of what you want. A request, on the other hand, is asking clearly for something. And I will add with a reason and we'll explain why in a minute. So here's an example. You could say a request would be, I would like it if you said thank you when I make a meal. Reason, it helps me know that my efforts are appreciated. Okay, that's a clear request, right? It named what you wanted. I'd like to say thank you. And it gave a reason why. Helps me know my efforts are appreciated. Okay, so tell me this. Is she more likely to start saying thank you when you make a meal if you say it like this? Or if you say, you never appreciate me when I cook a meal? Okay, which one's going to get you more thank yous, more appreciation? Right, exactly. Asking for it clearly. How about this one? I would like to have sex more often. Why? It's a way that I can show I care about you and that I feel cared for. Okay. Are you more likely to get more sex like that or by saying we never have sex? Okay. You don't care about me. Right. Which one's better? Or how about this one? I would like to set a time to talk each day without our phones. It helps me feel like we're prioritizing each other and our marriage. Okay. 
And it's about you, right? The the reason's about you. It helps me feel like this. It's a way I can show I care and I feel cared for. Helps me know that my efforts are appreciated, right? It's about you because you can't control what she does or how she feels. You're just saying, hey, like I'd appreciate this because it would help me in this way, right? Or I think it would help our marriage in this way or help our kids in this way, right? Okay, so think about that, right? Think about the difference between saying, hey, you're on your phone all the time. I'm sick of that. And saying, hey, I'd like a time to set up a time that we talk each day without our phones. Helps me feel like we're prioritizing each other in our marriage and you're really important to me, okay? Which one is she going to listen to more? Which one is she going to, you know, probably do, right? The the title of this was how to get your wife to do more of what you want, right? So if you want connected time, you just make that clear. You ask for it. Now, sometimes you're not even clear on that. You just know it bothers you, right? We'll get into, you know, why that is. So listen, guys, when you frame it this way, often just doing this is going to be enough to get what you want. Now, I wanted to talk about why give a reason, right? Instead of if we go back, instead of just saying like, I want to set a time to talk each day without our phones. So your wife, your wife might say yes, or she might say, oh, I'm kind of busy. Um, you know, who knows? But if you give a reason, you're much more likely for her to say yes. So there was a, a study at Harvard University by a lady named Ellen Langer in 1978. So back in those days, people made copies a lot. There were really long lines at copy machines. So she did this experiment where she had someone walk to the front of the line and basically asked to cut in the line, asked to make copies. So the first person went and said, excuse me, I have five pages. May I have the Xerox? May I use the Xerox machine? So in other words, just made a request without any reason, okay? But even just making a clear request, you know, can I use the Xerox machine? Got a 60% compliance. So just by asking for what you want, that makes you a lot more likely to get it versus, you know, if she went up and just kind of like stood there with her copies and just waited for somebody or said, oh, you guys, you guys got in line before me. I'm mad at you, right? Would they have let her make copies? No. You know, she had to ask for what she wanted. So now she did something, the experimenters did something a little different. So they went to the line again, but this time they said, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I have to make copies? Okay, so that reason really doesn't make sense, but they still gave a reason. So what do you think happened? So 60% just for asking what you want. What do you think it was if you gave even a nonsensical reason because I have to make copies? So 93%. 93% of the time, people said, yeah, go ahead, right? Just because you use the word because, I want this because, okay? It's just something in our in our brains is wired to do it that way. So what if you gave a more reasonable reason, <laughs> okay? So that's the next thing they tested. So the, the person went to the front line. They said, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I'm in a rush, okay? So that's more of like a logical reason why she would want to cut in line. Versus I have to make copies, which everybody had to make copies, right? So that time it was 94% compliance. So kind of a, a wild thing, but just giving any kind of reason really increases people's response to it. Okay? So I want to talk about why it's harder to make a request than to complain about something. So first of all, it takes more thought, right? You have to define the positive opposite of your complaint. That's what you want to get to. So if your complaint is my wife's on the phone all the time, you know, the positive opposite is I want her off the phone. 
but it's actually not really that that you want, right? What you really want is some good connection time with her. So when you figure that out, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, that's what I like. And here's what I like. I think that would improve our marriage, right? Okay. You never have sex with me. The positive opposite is I would like to have sex more often. That one's pretty obvious. Um, you know, you are, you're, you're spending all this time with your other friends. I want you to spend that time with me. You're talking with this other guy on the phone. I want you to spend that connection time with me. So we have a good marriage, right? So you have to define that positive opposite. The other reason it's harder though. So it takes more thought to figure out what is it you actually want, but it also takes a lot more courage. Okay. If you're just saying, oh, you know, you're the worst. I hate you. You're always talking with this other guy. It's actually pretty easy to do that, but it takes a lot more courage to say, here's what I actually want. Right. When you complain, there's not really a fear of a no or a rejection, right? You're like, oh, you're the worst. You know, you're on your phone. You're with your parents all the time. You never have sex, right? That feels a little bit stronger because you're just, you know, basically telling your wife she is no good. She's bad. Okay. So it kind of feels powerful and there's, you're not really opening yourself up, right? There's not a fear of a rejection. Okay. But when you make a request, if your wife says no, it can feel more damaging, right? You're opening yourself up. You're being a little bit more vulnerable. You're sort of owning what you actually want in your marriage, okay? And it feels scary. At the same time, it's very powerful, okay? You're actually in a much weaker position if you're just whining about everything versus deciding what you actually want for your marriage and asking for it, okay? It requires the courage to own what you actually want, right? Instead of saying, stop being on your phone all the time. You say, Hey, you know, I'd love to talk with you. I'd love to have a better, you know, connection with you, know what's going on with you because I think that'll help our marriage because that's important to me. Okay. You sort of feel the difference. You know, there's some vulnerability there. It's a little bit scary to open up and and say what you want because she might say no. Okay. And that is a little bit scary. Okay. So what I want you to remember though, is this, what you want, it's still valid even if your wife does not validate it. Okay, let me say that again. What you want, it's still valid, even if your wife does not validate it. So, you know, you can want more sex in your marriage and that is fine, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Even if your wife says, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not really up to that for whatever reason. You know, it's still valid for you to say, I don't want you talking to this other guy because I want that connection to be between us. Even if she says, oh no, like it's just friends and, you know, I, I want to have this friendship and I don't really care what you think. Right. Okay. It's still valid for you to want that. Okay. Even if your wife doesn't agree. Okay. That's what's called self-validated intimacy. David Schnarch, Jennifer Finlayson Fife really introduced me to this concept. It's just so true. You know, that's standing up for yourself. That's being strong. That's knowing who you are and asking for it. Okay. So it's harder, requires more courage, but it feels great when you can do it. Okay. Feels great. You're more attractive. You feel better about who you are. You're a better example to your kids, all of that. Okay. All right. So let's figure out what we're going to do if your wife says no. Okay. So you go to her, you make your request, you give your reason, you open yourself up and she says, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. So step one is to try to understand why she's saying no. Okay. You can even do this before your request about your complaint. So if, if you're, if you're, you know, wanting more sex in your marriage, instead of saying, Hey, I'd like more sex in my marriage before you even do that. Well, you know, you could still, still do that. Say, you know, I'd like to have more sex in our marriage, but I want to understand like, why, why is it, it seems like you have our time. Is that true? Is it not? 
you know, what's going on with that? And just try to understand her first because you, you may, when you understand her, right, get to an agreement already. Or if you're complaining about money, right, you're spending all the money, just say, hey, listen, honey, like I'm looking at the accounts every month. We seem to be going over what we actually have, spending more than we have. I just want to understand kind of where you're at with that. Are you watching the accounts? Like what's, what's going on, right? Uh, if she's talking to this other guy, Hey, help me understand, like, what's this connection about with this other guy? What's going on there? And it may be that when you just understand what's going on better, that's going to be enough. And you still have that connection. You know, it can turn into more connection. Conflict can turn into more connection. Okay. So an example in, in our own marriage, so phones, right? So my wife would be on her phone a lot. Uh, even when I would be talking to her and that really frustrated me for, for a long time. So finally, you know, I, I asked her to stop using her phone, but then later I didn't follow this exactly. Right. I was still learning this <laughs> later. I, I was like, Hey, what is it about the phone? You know, what's going on with that? And she explained like for her, it just helps her kind of relieve her anxiety. And, you know, she's actually able to, to listen to me while she's doing that. So that helped me understand her better. I still did make the request. Hey, when it's something important, can you still put that down? Just, you know, I do believe you that you can focus on both. But for me, I just don't feel like I can share stuff with you. If you have your phone like that, share important things with you. And, you know, she, she listened to that. Um, and we were able to, to work something out. But again, like I was able to understand her better. So sex in our marriage too, hard because she's been through so much trauma, right? So. Um, you know, I had to really understand that at a deep level. And that made me just so much more understanding. So it wasn't like, no, we need to have sex and you don't care about me. It really wasn't about that. I made it very personal when it really wasn't. Okay. Certainly I was doing things that were not attractive. Um, but a lot of the, her difficulty with sex was not about me at all. It was about just when these things came up. So that helped me understand her a lot better. And that was helped us get to a point where, you know, we found things that work for both of us. So listen, guys, when you make these requests, even if your wife says no, it can be an opportunity for more connection. I want you to see it that way, right? So you come to her, you say, hey, you know, we're spending more than we make. I just want to talk about that. You know, what what goals do we have financially? How can we get there together, right? It can turn into more connection. So step two, if she says no, is let yourself feel whatever emotion comes up, right? Don't fight it. You might feel hurt. You might feel sad. It's okay. Notice where it is in your body. Talk about it to yourself or to somebody else that's willing to listen. Here's where I feel it. Okay, sadness. I feel it in my chest. It feels heavy. It feels blue. It kind of moves around a little bit into my gut. Okay, just let yourself feel it. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Then step three is decide what you will do if she does say no. Okay. Remember, you can't control or choose what she does, unfortunately. (laughs) You can only control or choose what you do. Okay, So, you know, think ahead when you're going to make this request. What are you going to do if she says no? Are you going to leave the marriage? You know, there could be a situation where it's like that. Um, You know, if your wife is having this emotional affair or a sexual affair with somebody else or really says, look, I never want to have sex ever again. And that's how it's going to be. Like, are you going to leave the marriage in those situations? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. You need to figure that out. Are you going to move out? You can control that. Are you going to spend more time with your own friends and family because your wife is refusing to, you know, 
to talk with you much. She has that choice, right? But you also have choices. Are you going to get your own counseling or coaching? Okay, I would recommend that. If you can't seem to get past this, you're not sure what to do, you know, getting an outside perspective can be really valuable. Are you going to separate the financial accounts, right? You're going to say, okay, if you if you are refusing to live within this budget, I'm going to separate the accounts so you get this this card. You know, you can have your own credit cards, but I'm not going to be on them. You're going to be responsible for them, right? You have that ability. You don't have to have joint everything, okay? So just a little... Uh, teaching about boundaries. So this is setting a boundary. Okay. It's just an if then statement. If you do this, then I will do this. So the misconception is that a boundary is telling someone what they can or cannot do. That's what most people think. Like you better stop doing that. You better stop talking to the other guy. You better stop spending all the money. Okay. You better start having sex with me. (laughs) Right. And it does not work. It just doesn't because you can't control it. Right. You better stop doing that. You better stop using drugs, right? They can still use drugs. They can still talk to this other guy. They can still say no to sex, right? They can still spend all the money. They can still do all of that, okay? That's why it doesn't work for you to say, you better stop doing that or stop doing that. You can't control or choose what she does. So the boundary, it's just an if-then statement. If you do this, then I will do that. If you do X, then I will do Y. So for example, if you continue your emotional affair with this other guy, then I will, for example, move out, leave the marriage, seek my own counseling, separate our financial accounts, right? If you will never have sex with me, right? If you just refuse to have that be part of our marriage, then I will leave the marriage, seek my own counseling, uh, you know, move out, do, do whatever, right? It takes a lot of thought to figure out what you are going to do, um, and so, so sometimes you might not be able to do that right in the moment. You know, you make the request, she says, no, you feel the feelings. And then you just have to think about, okay, well, what am I going to do now? So the thing is, it has to be something that you can control and that you are going to do. Okay. It feels very different when you come to your wife and you say it in this way. Okay. It feels solid. It feels strong. When I'm in that spot, it almost feels like a, like a gong, like something's like, vibrating and just feels super solid. Okay. So, you know, just saying like, Hey, if you keep spending this money all the time, I'm going to separate our financial accounts. It feels solid because you can control it and you're going to follow through with it and you know it and they know it. It's like a different energy when you are going to follow through with it. Okay. So the thing is it, this builds confidence and it actually builds connection. Like when your wife knows you're a solid guy and you're going to follow through with what you say, that's actually very attractive. Okay. And it just feels better overall. Right. All right, guys. So as a review to get more of what you want, to get your wife and other people to do more of what you want. All right. First of all, stop complaining about what your wife is doing. Stop whining. Okay. It doesn't work. Instead, define what you want her to do. Be clear on what you want. And then ask for what you want, including a reason why. Okay, don't forget that reason why makes a difference. Then if she does say no, which could for sure happen, step one is try to understand her point of view, right? And remember, you can even do that first. Hey, I notice you're talking with this other guy a lot. What's going on with that? I notice you're spending a lot of time with friends and family. What's that? What's that about? I, you know? Just understand where she's coming from. And that might even dissolve this whole thing, right? 
Step two, let yourself feel the difficult feelings that come up. Don't try to push them away. Just let yourself be there with them. You might need to step away for a while. You might need to get some some, uh, coaching or counseling to help you through that. No problem. Just let yourself feel it. Step three is understand and let her know what you will do if your request is not met. In other words, set a boundary. If you continue to do this, then I will do that. If you keep spending all our money, I'm going to separate the accounts. If you keep having this affair with the other guy, I'm going to leave the marriage, right? So being clear on that. And step four is following through on that boundary, right? Make it something that you are going to follow through with and then follow through with it. Why? Because then you feel more confident. You're more attractive. And life's just so much better when you know that you are going to keep your own promises, the promises you make to yourself and others. All right, guys. So that's how you do it. That's how you get people to do what you want, how you get your wife to do more of what you want and other people as well. All right, men, stay strong. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.